Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome to the American Made and Paid show, guys. Thank you for being with us. You know, I want to take this time just to say that I really appreciate each and every one of you for listening to our podcast. You know, we're close to 50 episodes here. Doing an hour-long show every single weekday, you know, it's a bit of a grind, but I know that eventually it's going to pay off. And thank you for a lot of you loyal listeners out there who've been tuning in. Uh, if you haven't done so already, be sure to head on over to iTunes. Leave us a review or a rating if you're lazy. A review would be nice because then we could get some feedback here. But I do appreciate you guys writing emails in. Soon we'll probably be up and running where this will be a live show, perhaps even a call-in show. But, you know, one step at a time. I wanted to just uh, continue on some of the topics that we have been discussing um, throughout this week in regards to like low testosterone in men, the feminization of men, propaganda in movies. And I think I want to start where we kind of left off yesterday, which is around some of these films, because social engineering is all rooted in progressivism. Conservatives don't have to socially engineer because things are the way they are. See, that's one of the things, if I just want to reiterate about conservatism, it's just about how things are, right? And what progressives do is they take us away from our natural state. When we talked earlier in the week about men being feminized, lower testosterone levels because of soy and diet, I mean, that's one way where men have been even physically conditioned, right, to get their hormones lowered so that they're not actually men. But do you think that, uh, I don't know, do you think that that happens in the mainstream propaganda with films and all of that? I mean, what were you talking about yesterday that I thought was critical in the how how it's, it's actually played a big role and why I guess we don't really put a lot of value in masculinity in men because men get made fun of more so now in movies, right? Have you noticed that Captain Marvel is just all woman power and everything is all about Ghostbusters? It's like an all-female <laughs> crew. And I, 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 here's the thing. I don't want to sound like a sexist, but it doesn't hold up. Women, like those, those female comedians in that movie were not funny. You know, they were not the Bill Murrays. They were not the, the Dan Aykroyds. Uh, that movie was horrible. <laughs> it, it was just a horrible, horrible movie. And, you know, it was just horrible. I call movies like that that kind of are remakes with a lot of like, an, like just all diversity in women. I call those affirmative action movies because it's just, why are you doing it, right? I mean, it. It's not funny. Like, they don't have to do this. And I don't say that to be hateful. I say that because the point here just to say, hey, we've got more women in movies now. We've got more women and diversity and entertainment. Or is it to actually go out there and make good stuff? You know, that's, that's the difference here. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. So let me, I, I, I really want to make this point. But I honestly believe just from watching movies, and I'm going to tie this into the theory of relativity or Einstein's 
quote unquote E equals, because people don't really understand what E equals MC squared means. <laughs> well, uh, you went scientific real fast. Yeah, no, no, but I'm telling you, it's all connected because, okay, so, you know, everybody always says the energy times the speed of light squared is the mass times the speed of light squared. What is, and we talked about that a little bit. You know, sure. energy, like, and just, I believe this is what Einstein was trying to say, but he didn't want to say it because I don't want to say, because uh, I have no idea, but I believe Einstein was at some point an atheist, if not his entire life, but then somehow, some way he came up with this special relativity, because uh, E equals MC squared is not the theory of relativity. It's, it's like this special thing he made up. And, uh, and that I honestly believe would explain how God does things. Right. But, but it's at speeds that it's just phenomenal because the speed of light is, is very close to like 200,000 miles per hour. <laughs> that's, that's incredible. So imagine that squared, 200,000 squared, you know, that, that's an insane amount of speed. But it's, it is but anyway, but when you start understanding, you know, like the things in the Bible, it's the only way it's possible. Sure. And, and, and things like that have to be, you know, because then you start doing rocket designs and all this other stuff. But, but before we jump into that, I, there's this whole social engineering aspect mm. that took us away from ever learning what was in the Bible. And how do you do things like that? Well, you go, you do it through movies because men have a natural way of thinking. And, and believe it or not, the more testosterone you have in your body, you know, uh, because they say the mother of invention is necessity. Right, right. And without necessity, there is no need to produce testosterone. There just isn't. And, uh, and the thing is, these movies that we watch actually takes away necessity. We have no need for science. We have no need for innovation and being able to actually foster something. Like, Cause we talked about this yesterday where it's like, Hey, there's no need to go camping anymore. There's no need <laughs> yeah, to go hunting. The there's truth. no need to go fishing. <laughs> like, there's no need for going on treasure hunts because the heck, heck you doing that for, you know? And as a result, I feel like I feel like even in the medium itself, we're not creating anything new. We're just doing very, very elaborate, slick remakes. So let's talk about that because what is it really, right? Look at a lot of the big movies now. They're not, it's not really new stuff. It's either you're taking a different, you're taking like a book and making a movie out of it, you know, translating it to the big screen or you're, you're reinventing it, something that has been around for a while that have been culturally significant like icons and making them more fun, more digestible. Take, for example, Godzilla, right? Any superhero movie ever is not original to the, the silver screen. It came from a comic book. It came from something that already existed. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and, biopics, yeah, and biopics are great. I like biopics, but... It's, well, it's because you're just telling the story of something that already happened, right? Yeah. But 
see that's the thing it's like there's not a lot of originality out there i mean i like tarantino i know that's the automatic go-to that people david lynch is all right but see these artsy films i don't like those dudes i don't like either one of those guys i know i know well you don't have to like them but the, the, i'm just trying to think what movies did he do that was possibly any good that i'd like oh his recent movies all blow yeah i never liked um what's that movie the john travolta and samuel jackson i forgot but not reservoir dogs um gosh darn it he did jackie like brown? yeah i didn't like jackie brown but the one uh when he's quoting the bible my name is oh, the pulp fiction yeah pulp fiction yeah that that yeah that, yeah so i didn't like pulp fiction i didn't like yeah i didn't like any of his movies tell you the truth i'm thinking reservoir dogs might have been okay but yeah kill bill nah I, I like that he you know what i like about tarantino is he makes you know like uh what's his name that the guy from kill bill uh he made him famous again and that i like you know what i mean because you know people still want to work but because of ageism or or whatever you know they just but you know, yeah talk. let's take it back to the social engineering of it because like the internet like some okay so, things, so let's let me focus try so, anything. Yeah. so here's the thing and let me because i want to finish this thought the one thing that takes away testosterone from a male is laziness and that's the one thing movies make us become we're lazy in our creativity and in innovation and we just sit down and because what's the big thing right now that's happening tv binging movie binging you know people just sit on their ass all day just watching movies for the entire weekend yeah that's the thing inactivity is the end result of what we desire nobody's ever thinking about anything and you hit it original thought is not sought and that's the one thing that we cannot allow we have to come up with our our own original ideas and although the argument against it everything's already been thought of before and the truth is no there's so much more to be discovered we don't know anything and uh yeah. and i mean come on we're still quoting einstein a guy who lived over you know he was like the work he did was over 100 years old and there's well, no innovation in that i think that i think that that's the case is that there's a lot of just you don't have to necessarily reinvent the wheel but i think people go to two extremes they think ah well there's no point because everything that's already been done has been done and everything that's already been thought about and talked about has been talked about but the funny thing is the importance here is the self-realization when you actually can go out and discover those things yourself. Because here's the deal. These truths that we come to, yeah, they're not original. But at the same time, it's not – they need to be in order for the preservation of a healthy mind, of a clear-thinking mind. You know what I mean? As opposed to some, something that constantly gets spoon-fed to you. Movies do that, right? Social media does that. Education to some degree. I can see why you don't like reading books. I mean, to some degree, <laughs> the yeah, format. I don't like reading anything. No, no, it's true. I just don't because. Well, I'm... it's funny because you're a lawyer and you, you have to read laws or you do law. Oh, so. No, no, but yeah, no, but, but that's like reading a biopic. Like I don't mind, like you, I don't mind biopics, but it's not exciting for me because I already know the ending. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or, yeah. or something like that. But, but anyway, but these movies, it's, uh, 
even in the comic book movies, like like original comic book movies, like The Incredibles. Yep. You know, even that it it, it feminizes men, and um, although it's an original story and it's cool, you know, women can do certain things, but there's a way to do it that's proper. And there's a way to do it that's just horrible. Like, I like Tom Cruise movies. Why? Because in Tom Cruise movies, you know, the formula's pretty much the same. You know, like The Edge of Tomorrow, which was an awesome movie. I don't know if you ever saw Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, I, I like Vanilla Sky. That movie is trippy. Yeah, no, but... And, yeah. and that's... Yeah, that was another good one, too. Vanilla Sky is great. Yeah, see, you know what's up. No, but Vanilla Sky is actually... Uh, it's a... Uh, God, the That's writer a- of that is is Phillips. Uh, what's his name? Something. Seymour Huffman. No, no, no. He was the actor. It's no, the no, actor. no. There's a guy. Okay, so he wrote Total Recall. He wrote um, If Electric Sheep Can Dream. Oh, yeah, it's Total Recall. Um, <laughs> God, like his movie. Man, Total Recall had some of the most insane character deaths. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Philip. I think it's Philip K. Dick or something like that. Philip. K. Dick. Oh, like kind of like that. He's he's that like kind of like a sci-fi writer, like Isaac Asimov. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these are the movies he wrote: Blade Runner, Minority Report, Total Recall. Uh, oh, uh, well, no one really saw this movie, but A Scanner Darkly, uh, The Adjustment Bureau. I don't know yes. if you ever saw that one, but The Adjustment Bureau. That one's trippy. That yeah. One- yeah, so that was what Matt Damon Dick is he writes, he's a short story writer, and and I that's what I was trying to do, like with a lot of my fictional writing. Yeah, I mean, he's done a lot of things that were made into movies, like Imposter was another movie that was made, it was okay, Imposter, I guess, but but there was a lot of movies, like uh, Next. Was was another good movie, but anyway, but but um, they're all non-linear, like crazy trippy time. Well, they have like okay, so next also has okay, so I don't know if you ever saw that movie. Next, it came. It was a long time ago, like two thousand. I've seen it. Yeah, Nicolas Cage, right? All these movies I've seen. That's why I think about these things. Yeah, you know, but and there was a god element to it. Yes, there was. Like so, Philip K. Dick had this weird thing about his beliefs of God. You know what I mean? That's why. But I think, I think he's, uh, yeah, like, I don't know, like, you know, like, I, I believe he was on to something because it's, um, you know, why do tragedies happen? Like, next was just about this guy knew this tragedy was going to happen. Well, he knew he could look into the future that affects him only two minutes into the future. Yeah, which was awesome, you know, but he saw this, this, and he was like the whole movie was just him trying to undo it but it's kind of biblical when you really think about it because and it goes back to that story in the bible when god set back time just 24 hours why only 24 hours so that's like the whole concept of next is you could relive live that day but only two minutes at a time so what would you do you know what i mean it's just and the same thing with the adjustment bureau it's just all these weird things, you know, it's like, uh, well, how does this tie into our current lifestyle and social engineering? Well, so, but, 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 okay. So here's the thing. They don't make movies like that anymore. Like, like any movie with any hint of God, they, or, or anything related to like any 
like man versus man. See, okay, so we got to break down like what are the, you know, this is like an old English lesson, I guess, but there's man versus nature, man versus man, like man versus another man, um, you know, man versus himself. You right. know what I mean? Like, there's certain things. So the, like in our movies, our modern movies or our modern books, yeah. man is bad. It's not even, it doesn't even follow. There is no protagonist or antagonist. It's just men are bad people. So, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, if you're a bad person, what's the point of watching? And then, but if people do watch it and then, and then they just become, you know, effeminate because they hate being themselves. They hate right. to be and uh interesting that's a good analysis yeah and and that's the problem with these stories so like a movie like um the edge of tomorrow where the you know lead female was a strong character but why didn't know you know it didn't get a lot of fanfare it didn't you know and that was an awesome movie so why didn't it do well i mean it did well but why right. wasn't it like a big giant huge blockbuster because yeah. tom cruise was playing a man who had to you know overcome being a coward uh -huh. <laughs> and and we don't want that i mean because we want men to be cowards and uh quizzling as they say and uh but that's what we want our men to be so it didn't do well in the box office for a tom cruise movie but if you make a movie where you know the men are weak and self-deprecating you know things like that well the movies are going to do well it's just how it goes. I mean, look at the Avengers. All the Avenger movies are the same. Like all the Marvel movies, it's the same. There's always a woman better than the man. Even though in the comic books, it's nothing like that. But, you know, I mean, although like a Dark Phoenix would be the exception. And like there's other ones. But in theory, <laughs> uh, you know, these, how the men are being portrayed, it's insane. And then everybody watches it. So the yeah. decline of masculinity comes from also the biggest form of two things here. Number one, it's being fed to us in the messaging in movies to some degree. But then the act of going and watching movies all the time makes you lazy, which also makes your testosterone dwindle. So it's twofold. It's not just what you're being fed, but also physically for your body and making you lazier, which is true. If you're lazy and you get fat, like you just have more estrogen. <laughs> That's just a yeah. fact. No, but you want to know what's funny to me? Like, it's funny to me that if you make a story like like Next or, or, or something like that, or there is some kind of hidden meeting behind the Bible, no yep. plank, nobody cares. But if you're making a movie where it's like, oh, yeah, this is so nasty and so gross, like short bus. All these acclaims, like, oh, man, this is the greatest movie ever. And it was like, this is just porn with a bunch of gay dudes saying how hard it was to get out of the closet. You know what I mean? And that's their moment of whatever. Clarity is that. Right. And it's just amazing to me. Like, you know, these movies, what is so special about these movies? Well, why was School of Rock so good? <laughs> You know, and, and a lot of people, I mean, because I like the movie, um, but mainly because I like Jack Black and I like his, his comedy and, and, and things like that. But it's, but he did make a really good point of School of Rock. 
Right. Don't think he, like if the, if they didn't have a gay kid, I don't think they would have made this movie. <laughs> but you know, the thing is, it, like, like the School of Rock was was a movie about trying to teach kids to get off auto tune and, and and you know, like all of those people, like the yeah. main are, are are garbage musicians. That's and, right. Uh, it's like, and play he, real rock and roll. Play with your soul. You know? he, no, and he made some really good points. I mean, because even though he's fat and lazy, oh, not fat and lazy, but in the movie he was fat and lazy. Yeah. But being fat in itself is not a sign of laziness because, like we were said yesterday, right. a lot of fat dudes you don't want to mess with them because, like, look at all the Samoans. Samoans. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Like, like you could have tons of muscle and still be fat underneath, like the sumo wrestlers in Japan. You know, they're super strong, but they're also super fat. So it's not a matter of just being fat and lazy. Uh, it, it's it's just lazy. You're just soft. Like, sure. there's no muscle underneath that fat. So when we say soft, it's not soft like, oh, you're a big doughboy. No, 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 no. It's soft when you could be skinny and soft. You could be, well, you know. Think about think about soft, not just physically and what movies do to us, but think about how soft we've become with our content, right? And and here's the thing, like when we talk about Americans being a soft people and how we've gotten softer, like movies, I remember my dad, one of his favorite movies that he, I always say my dad, because, you know, this is good yeah. for the perspective. One of his favorite movies growing up was Blazing Saddles. It was like, a, <laughs> yeah, I know. That I, you know that one? And think about it. If that movie got re-released today, it'd be boycotted like crazy. Oh, yeah. No, because there's about this how. Yeah, there's a. Well, let me tell you the, the best scene ever. There is the black dude, and he goes to the KKK meeting and he goes, Where are the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You could never get away with that ever because he was trying to, because they were trying yeah. to be wilder. And uh, anyway, so, and uh, so. He you can't, you can't do that now. You can't yeah, do that where now. Where are the white women at? <laughs> That's one of the best movies ever. I can't believe your dad knows that movie. See, well, but it's, it's my racism, you know, because most I never knew Asian dudes even watched movies like Blazing Saddles because that's so funny. It's racist as hell. Yeah, it's, it's a, pretty racist. But the jokes are racist, but they're funny, and it's not. Come on, nobody's. It's nineteen seventy-five when it got released. Like, yeah, no, but that's my point. It's like. See, if your dad's not offended by that movie, and, and no, he thought he told me to go watch it because he thought yeah, it was hilarious. Funny. Yeah, no, that's one of the funniest movies ever. But anyway, but going back to like this whole Jack Black thing, uh, he was really trying to tell people get off your ass and uh, and um, and just and and learn music. And one of the key things that he was saying was. He goes, you know, because like the black girl was fat and she, because she was fat, she didn't want to go sing. And then he made a really, uh, a really good point about, hey, look, when you're on stage, people worship you out there. Look at Aretha Franklin. She's fat. And he was naming all these fat people. Yeah. And it's like, hey, look, when you're up on stage and you're fat, they still worship you. You know, they, 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 they love you. They want to party with you. They want to be around you because you can do things other people don't. And those are lessons. Like, I was shocked that a movie like that even came out in, in recent time. Why? Because it's, it's like, hey, look, work hard, put your head down, and it doesn't matter what. You know, you could break uh, conventional wisdom and just, 
and just succeed. And, and that's like a strong message. To well, so here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Be, the, 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 it, that's an interesting like kind of segue into taking that and looking at it from the progressive point of view. They, that is basically you're fat, you're this or whatever. You're not the ideal rock star candidate person who's going to be successful. Yeah. It's all the conservative sort of a jargon that we've been talking about where if you push hard enough, you'll get there. Right. Whereas people talk about like in the social justice world, that being sort of the reason why you can't go out and accomplish things. And they feel like it's empowering to bask in your, <laughs> See, it's just, it, it's, it's the total antithesis and it's just right under people's noses and people just take it at face value. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what really bites is, um, and I hate to say bites, but but the thing is, bless it, you. I heard the counselor again. <laughs> sneezing in the back. No, no, but any, but it's the thing that really bites the most is that they had to have that gay kid in that movie. You know what I mean? It's like they didn't need to do that if they, you know what I mean? It's like, like. Ah, uh, like I don't know. It's just I know what people are thinking right now. Oh, Professor Jack's a homophobe. Man. No, but it's because the thing is, like, like I, I just because, like, when you know about that kid now, like, if you look up who that actor was, he is now gay. He's doing gay theater and and you know things like that. And I bet you money, if he wasn't in that movie, he his life would have been totally different. And um, because in theory. He was just acting. He was just a little boy. So how would he know if he's, you know, what his sexual orientation is? Right. And, and, and that's the only negative I can come back is like they force it on him at a very young age, you mm -hmm. know, to act a certain way, effeminate, da-da-da-da-da. And, and um, you know, but he, he, they did it in a funny way. Because, like, he was shocked, like, whoa, Liza Minnelli, like, what? <laughs> like, Liza <laughs> Minnelli. <laughs> and because it's that's a, like a, a gay stereotype that all gay dudes like Liza Minnelli. Why is that? Is, yeah, let me look at what she looks like. But, but uh, no, a lot, a lot of gay dudes like like punk rock, and you know, uh, uh. Like, it's just a myth. Like, old queens like Liza Minnelli, not, not like young kids. Nobody likes Liza Minnelli. You know, it's the, it's an old stereotype because, you know, and yeah, I don't know why, like, well, like, okay, I hate to say this, but, like, I know somebody, and he's very gay, and uh, and he is the personal hairdresser of a very famous, uh, like, singer who's kind of, like, uh -huh. at, at a higher level than Liza Minnelli, and, and he, this dude does a lot of famous, famous people's hairs, uh, you know, from, mm -hmm. you know, the most famous, I mean, the most famous artist of our time, he's been their hairdresser. It's, that's how famous this dude is. And uh, those types of people from back in those days, Liza Minnelli was a big deal. But, you know, ain't nobody gay people now. Like, gays of my age or younger, they don't care about Liza Minnelli. They, they like who they like, and, and, and that's that would be that. But anyway, but it's a still old running joke in those circles that, hey, you know, all gay people love Liza Minnelli or, you know, 
Barbara Streisand or whoever. You know, it's just how it goes. And, and Lady Gaga is the modern day person. <laughs> yeah, like. now because of her music. Uh, what was that song? Um, yeah, so, I don't, you know, Lady Gaga has a song about Born that. This Way. That's yeah, the big. Born this that way. was the big yeah, like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and no but like I, I like i'll say it again scientifically everybody is born bisexual and i believe the bible backs that with that romans thing because god has no dominion and that makes perfect sense like why are we you know and the thing is in prison i guarantee you the toughest of the tough the straightest of the straight you know you're going to be susceptible to the biggest baddest man in that prison and guess what? <clears throat> you're bisexual in there. You might not like it, but your body was made to take it. Mm-hmm. And uh, same thing with women. You know, women can be with other women, da 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 da. <clears throat> but we're oriented. And that's why we have a Bible. That's why we have ethics because we're not supposed to succumb to our devices. But the way movies make it seem like we're born a certain way, but we're not. It is yeah. a constant struggle to fight your demons. That's what we're supposed to be struggling. Yeah, you're supposed to, because if you just give in, like then all things give, right? Guys who are just like, well, what if, you know, I, what if I, like, I like kids and all that. You know, it's just like, it's not <laughs> no, right. <laughs> no, yeah. but, but I'm not kidding you. It's like in San Francisco, it's acceptable. When you said, I like kids, that's not a joke. That's a real thing. NAMBLA is a real organization in San Francisco. It's the National, no, it's the North American Man Boy Love Association. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, NAMBLA. That's what it stands for. And pedestrian advocacy organization based right there in San Francisco. You got to be kidding me. No, no, but if you read some of the stuff, and this is why I wanted to get back into Hollywood because one of the the guy just if you just go on there and you read some of the uh you know the famous people who are backing nambla or whatever there's some really prominent hollywood you know directors and producers that tell their stories about when they were 15 years old and they had uh like an adult someone groom them into it and then yeah uh... well there was a famous movie just recently came out about that very subject an older man seducing a teenage boy right that uh, i forgot the name of that movie man we should really like say this out you know i i really want to so i'm gonna look this up while i'm speaking yeah we can keep talking uh, adult male uh seduces teens <laughs> but you're right though i can't believe this i mean i've heard of, of of nambla before and then when you told me to look at it i was just like oh well i've heard of this and god i progressivism man like because here's the thing right that's how people justify it it's like well if i'm bisexual if i'm gay if i'm this like and if I was born liking kids like what's stopping me you know and it's just yeah, like it goes nothing but to uh, adult sites yeah, Jesus. this is not my point. When you like, don't look it up, people. <laughs> but there was a recent movie. It was like Oscar nominated. It's supposed to be groundbreaking about an older dude, like you know, forties, you know, hanging out with this teenage boy and all this crazy stuff. And yeah, I forgot the name of that stupid movie, but but that's what Hollywood is producing. That's the kind of movies that is getting all of these awards and stuff like this and that da 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 
and it's just it's uh, like what was moonlight about you know um, oh yeah dude yeah i remember seeing that i actually liked that movie i'm not gonna lie it was well made people talking about it being the most best black movie ever seen or whatever but man that's there were some undertones in that movie <laughs> yeah i don't know no but there was okay maybe moonlight's not that movie yeah because uh, what is moonlight about a look at three defining chapters in the life of a young black man growing up in miami yeah no that's not it was he looking? gay yeah he turns out to be gay. the actor's not gay but we oh okay so, yeah, so he was gay in the movie okay so it was moonlight it was a gay movie <laughs> but that's the whole point you know what i mean i mean i never seen moonlight but yeah but it doesn't seem like because i'm reading it doesn't seem like his epic journey to manhood is guided by kindness support and love of the community that helps raise him they raise him to be gay yeah it was it was that that's the subtext there because at the end of the movie there's one distinctive line that i hear when he meets up with his old friend because he gets abused right when he's a young kid in school gets abandoned by a father who gets killed or whatever and then there's a line that he says he becomes like really like a boss like a drug dealer or whatever and uh-huh. i remember this distinctly when i was watching the movie. i could be wrong but for those of you who i'm wrong about you can correct me later he says something like i've never been touched or whatever and then he embraces his man friend. Oh, God. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> just the way you're Oh, reading. man. Like, oh, no. Oh, man. Huh. Yeah, see, because, like, I'm trying to fight gay mainstream movies. I type, and there's nothing but porn. No, but there was another movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just kidding. It's just, no, but there was another movie, but that's my whole point. Point. it's like these movies uh, it's just you know i mean but these are the movies that are being made yeah. and 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 obviously everybody's accepting of it and, and they believe in stuff like, like that but you know they don't want to make movies where it's something like moonlight like they would never make a movie about me right they just never would because a lot of people would say yeah there's a lot of christian overtone to this movie you know like a horrible horrible man and then all of a sudden he ends up with the hot you know important lady you know what i mean it's like come on and then and then like and then he's trying to find god but struggles with that and that's the end of the film you know what i mean it's like what kind of movie is that that's bullshit (laughs) yeah but that's how that's but see here's the funny thing though what you're describing right there is what like (laughs) no no it's what i call it's that's called real life yeah but the thing is moonlight is in theory real life and they make that and that was like an oscar winner right wasn't that an oscar winning movie yeah only because it's to satisfy the progressive that's what i'll google uh oscar nominated films decade all the social engineering past decade because yeah it really bothers me because at least moonlight is kind of hidden but um yeah but this other one wasn't man it was just straight up i mean it was just straight mainstream porn uh but i mean but it wasn't porn i mean i'd never seen the movies i can't but they're in the trailer they would have the guys were shirtless in this pond you know goofing around uh things like that 
And, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? It's like, I really liked Harry Potter. And then there was all this talk about Dumbledore was gay. And I'm like, what? He was just an old man. Who cares what he was? You know what I mean? It's like, just because you ain't seen a man with a woman doesn't make him gay. But no, but the thing is, no, but the, the author is saying like, well, I guess he could be gay. You know, it's like, you know, because whatever. Like, here's the thing. Like, this is like one of these movies that I was shocked they let they let him make it the way they made it. Uh, the Black Panther movie. That movie had no gayness in it at all. <laughs> I mean, it was a weird thing, but like, I'm thinking, wow, it's amazing how nobody's complaining about this movie not being gay enough, <laughs> you know, because and I'm thinking, yeah, but there was no gay things in it at all. In fact, it was a pretty much, uh, Hell, there was no there was no hip hop in it. There was like nothing. It was just a bunch of black people who are smart and intelligent and had no time for people. You know, they looked down on ignorant black people in Oakland. You know what I mean? They were like, you know, like all this, you know, talking ghetto and like none of that stuff. So it was crazy. And um, yeah, I was surprised they even let that movie be made the way it was i mean uh, you know i was expecting to see you know gay pan uh a gay black panther type of dude you know all effeminate and 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 talking crazy and you know checking out you know doing like gay jokes and stuff you know like like all the sure. other movies you know nah, but it was pretty it was pretty traditional it was like a matriarch type society you know it was, it's like a black ethno state right no no but it wasn't a matriarchal uh, the Black Panther was is a male. It was a patriarch. Really? Oh, I, okay. Yeah, I keep thinking that the queen, right? So I was just like, eh. yeah. Well, because the the king died, so you know his father died in a previous movie. So in the Black Panther movie, the dad was already dead. That's why the queen was in charge. Because, oh, oh, got it, got it. And then that this was about who was going to be the next king. So in the beginning of the movie, she was just a queen. No, but it, it's not a matriarchal society at all. It's a patriarchal society. No, but it, that's why I was surprised. I was like, what? I'm thinking. Yeah, and everyone loved Black Panther. And it was directed by a guy from Oakland, actually. Yeah, so there was very little. No, like there was. I think they were happy that it was just a very black power movie, black ethno state. You know? Yeah, that does. And people, exist. people always make the argument, like, and this is, I gotta say this, but people always make the argument forever. that it's like, if, if, yeah, if white people just left black people alone in their African countries, they would have Wakanda. It's like, well, look no, at Ethiopia and Liberia. <laughs> no, <laughs> they <in> Somalia. <laughs> That's reality. It's Somalia. Yeah. They got Somalia. That's what they got. You want, you want your country to look like that? Is that what you want? And people are like, well, without white colonialism, it would be. It's like, come on. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. It just, I mean, one. Well, then again, possibly. See, because here's the thing. But it's not if white people would leave them alone. If if black people can band together and no, no, it's not even that because they did band together. And when it says so in the Bible, if they would have just paid attention to God the way Moses told them to, shit, they could have had Wakanda by now. <laughs> yeah. And that was that's the only one. See, but that's why even something like that. Because even things like that brings me back to the Bible. Because it's like there are materials out there strong enough, like like that vibranium, vibranium that they're talking about. And in theory, that's actually possible. But we have been shunned from that technology, according to the Bible, because we don't listen. 
And every time we get close, but we're not ready for it, God will take it away somehow. So, because the thing is like this, we've made great leaps and bounds over the last, you know, since the eighties from the eighties, it's phenomenal. But then again, we're stuck. No, like we haven't advanced, you know, and we're waiting for the next thing, but something's happening. Something's holding us back. And, and who knows what? You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, we're not getting any closer. I mean, although there's nothing similar to the Tower of Babel in modern times, but, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, but I, when I think about it, like the rise of progressivism could be our Tower of Babel. Because what's happening now with the purge of conservative thoughts on social media, da 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 da, and this and that, and there's a reason for it. Why is it happening? Why are conservatives have no voice? You know, and in theory, it could be related back to the Bible. Why? Because nobody's paying attention to the real word of God. I mean, not not even the real word. It's just they have the text, but again, we don't have access to this stuff well most people don't i would say like 95 percent of the population do not have access to original text of the bible in the greek we just don't have access to it we're trusting our leaders to tell us what that is and um and and because of that <laughs> look at it we actually have our own tower of babel where right we have the ability to communicate with one another, achieve great things, share our sciences and be truthful about our sciences. But guess what happens? We don't, we don't communicate and we're fighting and, and we're going down this wrong path, you know, and this is why I'm so against progressivism, not just because, you know, the movies are so horrible and or, or, or just even the politics of it, but it prevents us from really reaching our full potential. Yeah. Yeah. So like for me personally, the reason why I'm against it, I mean, of course, the racism and stuff like that, but mainly because they pervert science, you know, right. progressive ideology per, uh, pervert science and on all of our movies minus the nature movies that Disney made about the penguins. That's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, wait, Madagascar. No, no, no. There's, there's a real documentary. Okay. So every year Disney will make a documentary about nature and yeah, that's right. I think I know what you're talking about. The one with the penguins, right? Yeah. So there's the, not the emperor penguins, but the other penguins that live in this, and uh, and in, in the, and well, in Antarctica, so, and it, believe it or not, global warming would help those penguins out because it's so gosh darn cold, those penguins have a hard time surviving. And, um, but if it got a little warmer, they'd have a greater life. Um, they just would. Um, but anyway, so long story short, uh, you know, these movies really pervert science. You know, they, they just, you know, come on, like, man-made global warming is going to destroy the earth in 12 years. That's such, you know, that's such garbage. Is pollution <laughs> bad? Yeah, of course yes, pollution yes. is bad. And we should stop our, like, we shouldn't be polluting so much. But don't make up stories about chemistry in the atmosphere that we don't understand. We still don't understand the atmosphere. We think we do, but we don't. We know very little about our atmosphere because we really don't. We have no idea 
if some, I mean, because meteors hit us all the time and they get burnt up. Like we spoke about this before, our atmosphere is like a force field. Mm -hmm. um, so, but we don't know if another type of element is introduced to our atmosphere that what would happen? We have no idea what the chemical reaction would be to our atmosphere. Right. And, uh, and that's why it's like, I mean, something like that makes me think, yeah, there's a God. There has to be because there's just no way that, you know, just random chemicals just don't, um, I almost said the F word, uh, just don't, <laughs> you know, but it's the truth. It, there is, what is stopping a random element from destroying us as a species and is destroying life on our planet just as we know it? The atmosphere. Because, I yeah, call it the God atmosphere. shield because it kind of is. No, because it, well, it's exactly that. It's, it's, it's God's forest field to protect us from. That's amazing. And that's in Genesis 1. You like you opened yeah. my eyes to that because I know we keep going back to the Bible, but the atmosphere, I talked about this before, but it's the trippiest, most amazing thing. That whole separating the the sky from the water is what it is in, in the book of Genesis. And it's true because things come and 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 penetrate the planet all the time and it burns up in the atmosphere. It's God's force field. But, but not just that, but why does it burn? Well, I'll tell you why. Because, see, because here's the thing. Like, I honestly believe people don't understand methane, uh, which is, well, I don't want to get into it. But anyway, so the things that they say cause global warming, they don't really understand it in our atmosphere. There's a reason why you can light your farts on fire. You know, but in the atmosphere, that same gas is freezing cold freezing cold for a reason right and uh, and that helps burn up because as soon as something that cold because the boiling point for that would be like negative two well let's say negative like round up to negative 300 oh no as i mean when you say rounding up to negative 300 but you know round down i guess but it's negative 300 so if it's like negative 80s boiling point but let's just round it down to negative 300 so when something is coming that's dangerous for you and and it reaches the atmosphere and if it boils at that point you know like it catches on fire that's how it burns everything up it needs to be there for a reason right. that's why it's there so the more that the cows fart, the more that we fart, the more that we do mass cows farming. Fart. Yeah. No, because th but that's why farming was necessary. It's literally in Genesis. Why did we have to have farming? So we could keep making our force field stronger. And that's what mm -hmm. that's for. The, 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 the mechanism for that and having CO2 as a secondary force field, you know, because this is how you have to think of it. Methane is our initial force field, NO2O. That's our first force field at negative 300. That's when things start to burn, start to boil. The right. secondary, if it gets through that one, secondary force field is our CO2, which boils at negative 80. So things burn up because why it's so effing cold and those chemicals are so reactionary. But guess what? We can make that ourselves. We need that so things burn up in our atmosphere. And people don't see that. 
I, you know, because but like, do people honestly understand why things burn in our atmosphere? Because mm-hmm. at a certain point, you know, at a you know, if something is at a certain temperature, it's going to make certain things boil in our atmosphere, and it has no effect on our weather. So when it's 120 and somewhere in Saudi I, I Arabia, that, and that makes sense because different elements, right? may turn to liquid or vapor format at crazy extreme temperatures, whether it's very, very cold or very, very hot relative to us with no bearing on what's yeah. happening on the ground. Exactly. So, that's and, amazing. Yeah. No, and that's why, so if you take out our CO2 and you take out our, you know, NO2O, it, it's, you're literally going to destroy us. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's in the greenhouse effects. And I said, what, what, what greenhouse effects are you guys talking about? Because volcanoes do this all the time. And yes, somehow, some way, we are not Venus. Right. Because, you know, everybody, oh, it's gonna, we're going to be like Venus. No, we still don't understand why Venus is Venus. <laughs> we, don't, yeah. we don't understand why Mercury is Mercury. Like Mercury is the closest to the sun. But yes, somehow, some way, Venus is hotter. You know what I mean? And it doesn't make any sense. So are you going to tell me that? You know, atmosphere is different. And it actually, you know what's funny? It actually keeps our weather and our climate consistent. Because without it, this, this, our planet, even though it's like, I don't know, a crazy millions of miles away from the sun, 20 million miles or whatever, it would cook us without it. Yeah. it shows you yeah, how powerful the sun is, you know? Yeah, no, but that's why it's crazy. You know, uh, no, it really is. It really. But, but let's take it back real quick to social engineering and things before we have to wrap this up because we want to tie this all together. So we, when we, unfortunately, that's the thing is we can't think about these things and we can't really bring to light these things. Maybe because people don't want to think about these things anymore. I mean, is that something that you think is the case? Do you think that entertainment and I guess <coughs> complacency? I mean, it's probably pretty obvious is the big, uh, I, I don't know, culprit here for just dumbing down America as a whole, like things getting easier. So, cause here's the thing that to tie back to the Bible one last time, right? God cursed the ground. So we would have to work. We would have to actually work to progress. At one point it was paradise where everything was given to us. Similarly to today where movies, technology, everything, things are pretty much given to you. Well, but- only in the United States is a paradise. Everywhere else it sucks. No, because it is truth. Like even in Germany, like you know, I've been there for a while, and and Germany is like the U.S. is way better than Germany. It's just like a play. I mean, although it's, I mean, it's like you know, one like the United States is one, Germany like France, England, it'd be like one A. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because but in the U.S., come on. You know what I mean? We we drink, we use ice on everything. Even on a cold day, we put ice on our soda. You know, that's how that's how much water we have. And everybody <laughs> can have all that. Everybody can have it. But like in Europe, like in London, I remember like uh, I asked for ice. I can do put my coke in the in the snow. <laughs> you know? and I was like, oh man, that fucker. But you know what I mean? Because it's like it's it's not an it's not um like ice is really not given in small cafes and, and things like that because it's, it's an expenditure that's real expensive for these guys. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that was something, but anyway, so no, I didn't mean to cut you off, but 
No, but it, it, but it is the truth. Only in the United States, the only true Christian country in the world, is it honest to God like paradise. And that's right. something like, that's why it makes me, because like everywhere else is not a true Christian nations. There are no true Christian nations except the United States. It's the only one. It was because everyone will argue, oh, it's not Christian principles or not Christian. As like, technically, yes, it is. But the thing was, there was so many branches of Christianity in Europe that they didn't, that's why they didn't want one branch of Christianity taking over what they thought was Christianity. Right. And that's the thing. So it's, it's kind of like being a Catholic versus a Baptist or a pro, uh, or Pentecostal. They're all Christians, but they're different types of Christians. And that's the thing. So the United States was founded on a different type of Christianity that was more unique or I, I don't want to say true to the Bible because I honestly don't know. So I'll, I'll use the word unique. How the Christians founded this country was unique to the Christianity being taught in Europe. And because uh, like how it was taught in Europe was like, you know, they're the kings. God is talking to them. So like the royalty actually were God themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And And that's the truth. Like. That's why everybody loved the king. Why? Because the king was chosen by God and all this other stuff. But then if you know Romans, that's not true <laughs> because God has no realm in that stuff. He doesn't, you know, he's trying to help you get out of that mindset. And that's why the United States was founded because the founders actually understood the carnal thing talked about in Romans. And, and isn't it interesting how you mentioned something about kings, right? About the United States and other countries. Because prior to the United States, there was some kind of king-like figure in all these societies. And it's really interesting because even back in the book of Exodus, the first few books of the Bible, people, for some reason or another, when left unchecked, want to always depend on like a king-like leader. When God actually never yeah. intended that, he wanted the judges, civil governingship, which is actually, interestingly enough, when we think about how the United States was set up initially, very similar to that, right? Three branches of government. Well, I think we should get judges. back to that. Get back to that. But, but here's my I'm not point. in that part of the Bible yet. But, but. But, well, and when we talk about one world government, new world order as how it's predicted, it's back to that Tower of Babel idea where man without God feels the need to drift to a way of, of banding together where we elect one person. And we know that people are inherently corrupt, right? We don't govern each other civilly. And it's because it's funny. If you read the book of Samuel, right, when the first king of Israel was ordained, it's like, well, yeah. I mean, but the whole plan was to have these, these kingdoms, this area governed by the judges, not by kings. And that's that's interesting because the constitution comes from that. It comes oh, from wow. That's interesting. See, I, I like stuff. I have not gotten to that part, so I'm not that I'm looking forward to it. But man, I can't <laughs> wait because it will be interesting just to see that because that's the whole point. Because uh, I mean, I really want to become original, but yeah, why fight it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no original thoughts anymore, and you know, it's just go to the book and just learn it <laughs> but it's true i think that's what people need to do just go to the bible and just learn your history learn your learn your science because there's so much i mean god gosh darn it because i hate to sound like like one of those crazy you know scientologists or something like that but 
I don't know, but that's the whole point. So getting away from all of that really does not help anybody at all, hmm, which is interesting. So I don't know, but these movies, yeah, because, you know, like, oh, gosh darn it, because, it, like, I know there's, like, uh, what's God's Not Dead and things like that. You know, I never watch movies like that because I, I, don't, I, I don't think that it's, it's you know, yeah, I, I think they fall into the same traps that that most christian leaders fall into like you, you know like because based on what you just said if the judges are supposed like civil this and that da 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 if there's gonna be no people like how you know because like well because i never seen god is not dead or anything like that i've never but, seen it either yeah but but the reason why is because i just don't believe god speaks to people uh in the way like like you know what i mean it's like like da vinci da vinci never like da vinci never claims to have spoken to god directly but he believed god was speaking through him through dreams or whatever like through meditation he was seeing god and that's why he was able to do all these things because he was receiving these instructions and um and, and, and see, I see, I mean, not that I believe that, but I believe it's true because that's, if you know, because just based on what we know about Moses and E equals MC squared, and then the inverse of that would be like, you know, when you approach the speed of light, things, whatever. But anyway, so based on that, I don't think God's ever going to do what he did to Moses. You know what I mean? Because I don't think he, I don't think he'll ever do that again. Because mm -hmm. he knew what happened to Moses and what happened to his mind and things like that. So I, I just don't think he's going to do that again. I think what he's going to do is what he did when when Jesus came down. You know, he's going to bring somebody from that and just plop them on the earth because they're made for it. Their body, their physiology is a little different. Right. And, and there are humans whose physiology are a little different. Like my physiology is a little different than yours. Sure. It's just how it works. And, and I think, you know, he drops these clues for us to learn and understand. But at the same time, he wants us to treat us, you know, we got to treat each other nice and da, 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 da. And, and, and yeah, I don't know. Cause like, here's the paradox between these movies and, and Christianity. Although we're complaining about losing our testosterone, the necessity, but is that how it's going to be the second time Jesus comes? Are we all going to be soft because there's no need for us to be, you know, but then we still have to be physically strong because we're still going to have to be farmers and tending the ground and things like that, mm -hmm. you know, mass producing things. But again, like robots are going to do it for us. You know what I mean? And things like that can be done robotically. Is, is so that such a good thing, though, when it gets replaced, when human exertion and human capital gets replaced like that? Do you think that makes us lazier where we don't think? Of course it does. That's my point. So here's the paradox. We are living in a progressive society where progressive leadership is, you know, king. And it's turned all our men soft. And we're <laughs> abundant. But then... In theory, when Jesus comes back and this is heaven on earth, or earth becomes heaven, and we all have everlasting life or whatever it is that is promised to us, we're going to be soft anyway. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to be soft? We don't know because we honestly don't know. And that's, that's why it's a paradox. Are we going to be soft or we're not going to be soft? I don't know. But then I, I'm figuring that we're going to have to be working hard and, and like, cause there's still going to have to be farmers and farmers. Like those dudes are super strong. Like you just don't want to mess around with a dude who farms animals. Cause you know how strong you got to be to make yeah. control an animal, like just, and just, you know, <laughs> it's not easy. You got to control, like these animals are way stronger than humans. Yeah. And, uh, I believe it. Yeah. And, and just, you got to wrestle with a goat or a sheep and just push them around. And, and luckily they're passive animals. Well, I mean, ghosts can attack. Oh, all animals could attack, but you know, but you know what I mean? You got to have a lot of physical strength to do this. So, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, God, who knows what's going to happen. But one, I mean, I could see why everybody falls into progressive ideology because in heaven, that's what people think heaven's going to be like that. But I'm a big believer that heaven is, we're already here. I, I honestly believe it because it's like, why would I want anything more than what I have now? You got your family, you got hella food. It's perfect here. The weather's nice. The flowers are nice. The trees are nice. I like going hiking. You know what I mean? It's like going for yeah. walks or doing whatever. It's like, why would I want to go anywhere else? It makes no it, sense. It's funny because what you mentioned right now is what the Bible also teaches, was which is kind of about being content to some degree, but without compromising on ambition with discontentment. Yeah, see, but you always have to maintain, like, okay, here's the, here's what we don't do. We don't raise our own food. We don't. We don't raise any food. Ain't nobody hunting. And that's the thing. Like, for me, it's easy because I don't, I just can't kill. I'd make the counselor do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd cook it and she has to kill it. But it's, it's the truth. You know what I mean? Like, but that's the thing. It's like, and but these movies totally make us not think about any of this right We're brain dead with zombie talk and and magician talk and and just stupid stupid things that that's amazing but and that's the thing it's like we have been socially engineered not to think scientifically not to think about our own humanity mm-hmm. and, and those are the key principles of the bible it's not so much I mean, I, I mean, I understand what people say when, oh, you got to live a righteous life. But I don't, I mean, I honestly don't think so. It's not about being righteous. It's more about, you know, taking care of, as we say, the cursed earth. It's cursed for a reason. And uh, in theory, we are going to uncurse it. And until we uncurse it, it will never be like as they say heaven on earth and and stuff like that we're always gonna have suffering and 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 that's the thing it's like man it's just just amazing to me like i don't know like i I just can't help but i I, like when i watch our movies when i watch our you know radio shows like you know radio programming it's just like listening to the tower of babel times you know what i mean you can see the parallels and it's like huh interesting but you know blind ambition going nowhere seriously like what is the purpose of our ambition why do we need to colonize mars what is the purpose of that seriously it's just yeah. blind ambition 
and and we're killing ourselves and and we can't even talk you know we can't speak to one another we can't have a normal conversation just to converse with another person is almost impossible we want to kill these people for what seriously i'm guilty of that when i hear somebody ignorant i just want to slap them it's like oh, like this i don't got time for this you know what i mean and it's like but that's our attitude yeah. this is like these parallels are like like okay so when everybody was working together blind with blind ambition what happened god made multi-languages but we are doing the same thing we are now at the point when we have blind ambition and we are now speaking different like we don't even understand one another like you could be speaking english to me and you say something like i don't understand like i don't understand a lot of this jargon that social justice warriors have you yeah. know what i mean but think about it. it's like its own language oh what's your pronoun what the fuck is my pronoun <laughs> Why? What the fuck? What are you talking about pronouns? Do you even know what the fuck a pronoun is? Oh, it's my pronoun. You know what I mean? It's like even saying something like that, it makes no sense. What is the purpose of saying what is your pronoun? My right. pronoun. You know what I mean? I'm a regular dude. I'm a I'm a proper noun. <laughs> you know what I mean? My proper noun is Professor Drake. That's my pro uh uh my proper noun pronoun coming a pronoun i'm a proper noun every person has a proper noun that's your name your name is your proper noun you know right. what i mean it's like what the hell oh call me by my pronoun why it makes no sense what's up you know what i mean if i always called you what's up dude hey he what's up he what's up he your name ain't he you yeah. know what I mean? You have a proper noun for a reason, but we go away from all that. And that's the thing. We are being confused by our own language. Does, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping any, I mean, it might've taken a long time to get to this point, but that's the lesson that we have to learn from all of the social media movies. It's totally distorted. Like we are literally reliving the the tower of babel times when our but it, the funny thing is everybody's speaking english and we're being confused by our own language yeah. that's leading us to fight and destroy each other because we have this blind ambition and and just look at everything look at what's happening to elon musk and all these people who are in theory wow. great inventors although elon musk is not inventing anything but he's a good businessman and but you know like my friend like what are they doing nothing right. and, and they can't communicate with anybody. Why? Because they're all afraid. You know, like my, my boy, the one that did, uh, well, he's not my boy, but my acquaintance mm -hmm. who, you know, with that engine of his, that, that battery that can go 5,000 miles per charge, he won't yeah. put a patent on it because he doesn't want people to have the technology. <laughs> because he doesn't want people to steal it and da-da-da-da-da and all this other stuff. And But this is what happens in, in a society when everybody's confused nobody can speak to one another and that's what these movies do these movies are made to confuse us not so we can celebrate anything it's just all confusing doesn't make us think doesn't make us appreciate science because all of these movies have fake sciences with, with you know the earth is always going to be destroyed and and you know and it's right. not just what's that movie inconvenient truth but all these <laughs> movies have these stupid global warming things on it. You know what I mean? It's like, come on now. It, it's, 
it's used real science to talk about the effects man have on our environment truthfully you know like the destruction of the rainforest that's a real thing that destroys life you know just these prostitutes pooping on the streets that has a real effect on the environment it does you know things like that but but just regular industry economy it doesn't it because that's we're supposed to do that that helps feed the plant life and things like that you know this whole myth about oh too much co2 in the air come on it's such a small number it's insane we breathe most mostly nitrogen are you kidding me? Uh, if we can go through nitrogen and we make CO2 ourselves, we make it, we produce it ourselves. So to demonize something we produce, methane, uh, NO2O and, and, and CO2 is insane. We're condemning ourselves. Right. And that's, and that's what these movies are all about. They're about condemning ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I know that's our hour, but or a little over, but it's the truth. These movies are designed so we are self-condemning. And, and that's not how we should be. Come on, we make CO2, we make NO2O. And, and naturally, so now all of a sudden we're going to stop being human? Come on, these guys <laughs> nah, are... That's a good way to put it there. And I hope that you guys, you know, got something out of it. Because you're right, you know, I think that that's, uh, that's what our language and what our culture has taught us to do. And I think we're always saying the same thing with, with these episodes, but I want our listeners to kind of take from this. <laughs> start, start individual, yeah, guys, I hope we're not saying the same thing. No, no, no but it, it has to be from different perspectives and it has to tie back. So I appreciate you guys being patient with us. I know you guys are liking this show. So let me know what you guys think. Leave us a review on iTunes and we will see you all soon. Take care.